As you see, my family has deserted me. (laughs) You guys are. No, No, my family is all doing different things. My husband, who works, and I am, you know what, anything he wants for dinner, I'm going to make, because I had to put these curtains up. (laughs) Look at my heels. Look at my jacket. Does it look like I am prepared for that? Well, I did it. You know, first the shoes came off, then the jacket, and it was so hot because this thing right in front of it is a heater. Okay, I did not realize that. And I said, we got to get these curtains up because there is nothing left to come off that's appropriate. (laughs) So I'm very thankful for for what they do to put these things together for you guys. Um, but just be praying. Matt's up in Traverse City. He's uh, doing, trying to get some RVs moving and whatnot. And my kids are with Teresa. They are um, visiting the Point Rockford because we're, uh, she's going to be going there. So, yeah. So, so you know what? Worship. That's what we're going to talk about today, choosing worship. You know? I know people like to come in late, like, okay, if I come like 15 minutes, I'm like halfway through the worship, you know? I have people that tell me that. People that are like, I go to the bathroom so that I just don't have to stay in there. Because, you know, it's because it's not understanding what it is. We think it's music. I mean, I grew up in a Catholic church that was really conservative. So it was like, oh, you know? And when you're little... Like, a note that feels like it's being held for, like, 15 measures, like the same note, you know? And they walk up there, and, like, I was at a really old Catholic church, beautiful, like, cathedral style, so, like, it took, like, a long time for the procession to, like, get up there. You're, like, 20 minutes, and you're looking, and you're thinking, man, what's... So, I didn't understand worship growing up, and so, come to church. First time I came to a church, um, it was... Holy Roller, Full Gospel, Pentecostal. Okay, I came from Catholic. I go visit this church. Like, oh, you got to come to church with us. I'm like, oh, I got to come to church with you. And they're just like dancing, singing. They got flag bearers, you know. I mean, they were, I was like, what is happening here? Is everybody on drugs? Like, what's going on? You know, and then I began to like have this heart. My heart wanted to do it too. And I'm thinking, you know what? Nobody knows me here. I'm do whatever I want. So I start, you know what? I just start running to the left with everyone else. <laughs> and uh, and that I think my heart started to become alive like, oh, this is a part of worship. You know, singing is a part of worship. It's not our full worship unto the Lord. But, you know, when we come here, we think, oh, well, I hope I have a coffee because I don't want to actually have to lift my hands. And if I have a coffee, people will be like, yeah, keep your hands down. We don't want, you know, what? we're not doing, <laughs> that would be a little hot. So I'm going to talk about why choosing worship. We've been talking about faith. You know, faith is the basically the basic ingredient to begin a relationship with God. If you don't have faith, you don't believe in God. You probably don't believe there is a God. You kind of need that. That's like the first ingredient. That's the base that you need. Because if you don't have faith, you're not going to believe in God. You're not going to obviously believe in Jesus. So that's that first basic ingredient. And we know faith is, you know, the assurance of things, you know, that, you know, God is saying before they come. And, you know, Hebrews 11, 1. Um, But we know that God has given us each a measure of faith. 
And when you measure something, it can be used up. And then you need another measure, right? When you need two cups of something, you put one cup in, it's empty. You have to go back and fill it up again. So faith is not like a one-time gift. It's always there. It's the same. It's a measure. It's continually being, you know, filled up and, you know, put out and filled up and, and, you know, put out there. So when we think about faith, it's not like, well, I got this when I was born and it's good and I have faith. Okay. It's something that can be, it's, you know, it's a physical type, you know, you do things and it fills your faith up and, and then you put your faith with somebody else and, you know, and you partner there and, and they use it up and you go and, and you access again to get filled up. So I'm going to talk to you guys. So um, we know what faith is. So what keeps us from walking in that fill up? What keeps us from walking? You know, it's pretty easy to get. Um, if you've been in church a few times, you know, if you already believe in God, great, you already have a measure of faith. Like you already have some. So what keeps us from that fill up, that like overflowing, that bubbling, that you know, extra. So in 1 Samuel 22, 5, um, the prophet Gad is saying to David, hey, don't stay in your stronghold. Go into the land of Judah. You know, don't stay where everything's so hard. Quit sitting in your complaint. Don't think, well, I got to go through this. He's saying, get up out of there, and I want you to go to Judah, Judea. I said, <laughs> right? Okay. You guys, more typing. So, so David was kind of like in this impossible situation. Um, but the prophet said, you know, don't stay there. Go to Judah. And what that word means is worship. It means praise, worship. So he's saying, get out of your stronghold and go into praise and worship. That's what he was saying. It was a prophetic act. It wasn't like, well, just go to the next town over. He specifically sent him where, because that's what it meant. It meant praise, worship, where things are going to happen, where the change is going to happen. You know, telling him, don't try to fix this problem yourself. Don't think you have to stay here and tarry for years, you know, and wait for that. You know, go in, you know, the answer is there. Go into praise, go into worshiping the Lord, and you're going to see that breakthrough. You're not going to be bound by that thing anymore. So, you know, he listened, he did. Um, because sometimes we get confused that faith is like this emotion. Like, I just feel so good about this. That must be faith. You know, this just feels right. When people tell me it feels right, I'm like, you are going down a bad path. It just feels right. You know what? Sometimes when I'm really angry, it feels right to want to punch someone in the face. I'm just like, God, that would totally release like this anger I have inside me. Is that faith? You know, like it just feels right feels right, you know. When I was little, I stole a bunch of bubble gum. I really wanted some bubble gum. It felt right, you know. Right? So if I just go what feels right, you know, don't catch me on a bad day and be within our you know, right? (laughs) So faith is not this is not the emotions that are presented to you. That's not what faith is. So these are the emotions I have. This must be the faith that I have. No, faith is not the emotions presented to you. You know, it's, 
Romans 10:17 is says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Okay? So that's how you get faith. All you got to do is hear the word of God. Whether you're reading it, whether you're listening to it, whether the Lord's giving you a download in a dream or a word, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing from the word of God. You know, that's pretty easy. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to, you know, um, do anything except you could just sit there and read. You don't even have to roll out of bed to get faith. You know, there's no, you know, it's not super hard. It's easy. God made it easy for us to get filled up. So why are we walking around on empty all the time? You know, something happens like, how am I going to get through this? Oh, I'm just overwhelmed. Oh, this is so stressful. Why has this always happened to me? The Word of God builds faith because God's character is hid inside there in His Word. And if His character, you know, is in His Word and you're going to access Him in His Word, you're going to have that relationship. That's why He's like, you need to hear the Word of God because I'm in there. My character is in there. You want to know what I'm about? You want to know what I'm going to do? You want to know who I am? You want to know who you are? It's in there. I made that easy for you. All you got to do is hear. And being in that word reminds us that we were created to be worshipers. We weren't created to be have people basically worship us. We weren't created to have people wait on us and, and serve us. We were, we were created to be worshipers. Um, Psalms 34.1, it says, uh, I will praise the Lord at all times, and I will never stop singing his praises at all times. So we know that not every moment in our life is good, right? I had the whole house to myself at night, except for we have this many animals. Okay? So they all believe that when no one's there, they all need to protect me. So they have to be like on each side and the feet, and one thinks he should be on my head. So like I'm like completely covered. I don't even need a blanket. I just have animal <laughs> cover it up fur coat here. <laughs> so you know when midnight rolls around, you know I thought, oh this isn't too bad. You know like okay, okay then like one o'clock. I didn't want to. I didn't want to like be like okay Lord. I didn't want to be worshiping the Lord because I'm I'm in there and I'm going through um, stuff for the next day because and for today. And I'm just praying, and, and I'm like, Lord, I just want to go to bed. And so I finally fall asleep, and I'm like, yes, okay, it's like 2 o'clock. So at 2.30, I have this dream, and the Lord's like, I just want to speak to you. Get up. Write this down. I was like, do you know it's 2.30 in the morning? I have been sleeping for 30 minutes. I did not feel like worshiping the Lord at that moment. So he's like, kept me up. You know, all the animals are sleeping next to me. So they're snoring, and I'm like... They get to sleep, and of course I can't move, and I got my little, I'm texting all the, or, you know, typing all the things on my phone, like all my, he's like, okay, I want to tell you this and this and this, and don't forget this. And I'm like, okay, okay, you know, and I'm thinking, okay, Lord, and he's like, now I just want you to thank me. So this goes on till four in the morning. So I'm like, I don't, I just want to sleep, Lord. 
And I'm kind of scared. Do you guys know I'm scared? I don't like being by myself. So, like, I have the phone, and then I have my car clicker. So, like, if I hear any beep, I'm going to set off the alarm to, like, scare away what's not out there. <laughs> and I also never, never try to wake me up if I'm by myself. You know, I have a few weapons next to me. <laughs> you know, I'm think- so I'm, like, scared. So then, so then the Lord's like, no, I want you to be still because I'm, like, trying to, like, turn the heater on so it's loud and I'm playing some music, like, to try to get back to sleep. It's four, okay? And the Lord's like, no, I just want you to be silent. And I'm like, but when it's silent, I can hear the things outside and it's probably a monster coming to get me. And so this is going on. So I finally... So I'm thinking all these things, and the Lord, so I'm finally silent, and, and I go, I fall asleep, and um, so then at 6.30, the Lord's like, it's time to get up, you need to take care of your day. I'm like, oh, and so he sends, of course, my cat to just meow and meow and meow for the next 15 minutes, and I was like, I was like, shut up, you know, trying to throw things. Pillows, I'm like, you know, the Lord had me up all night. You should know this. You know what? You're under dominion of me. Come on, be quiet. And the Lord said, yeah, he is. And he said, what time do you feed your cat? And I thought, oh, 6.30, 6.30. So I had to get up and feed the cat. And, of course, when I fed the cat, all the the dogs were like, what are we doing now? I need to go to the bathroom. I need to be fed. I need water, you know. I'm just like, so, so I get up and I said, Lord, you know, what are we going to do today? And he said, oh, we got a lot of things going. So I get up and I'm just doing that. And so I just start um, listening to the word. I turn that on and I think, man, Lord, I did not want to worship you right now. This was not the prime moment. Like I've had like an hour and a half of sleep. Like, can we just not do this? Like, I had the whole bed. Nobody, no cold feet. Like, I could spread out. And this is the day you choose to, like, say, let's talk. And I'm thinking, man. But that's what he's saying. You know, my praise, I will praise the Lord at all times. He's saying, will you say or will you praise me at all times? When you're scared, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe I should call someone and be like, hey, you want to have a slumber party? Because I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm not that great at my house by myself, especially, I have to tell you guys a story that did happen. Um, the girls were there, but I was in the bath, and all of a sudden, I hear knocking on my window, and I have a window right next to my bed. I'm like, oh, you know, this is a, and so I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, the kids are playing music, this is Friday night, you know, and I'm like, oh man, somebody's here, and this has happened to me like a long time ago. Like, someone did come to my bathroom window. So I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, we live, we're like country ghetto. Like, I'm kind of scared sometimes living out there, especially if I don't know if my neighbors are home because I know that they have the real firepower. Um, so I'm like, oh, I have nothing. I should probably, so I like grab the curtain because I'm like, I got to get to this window to shut the curtain because, of course, I'm like, oh, it's faces to the back. I like to have my window open, right? But I'm thinking, why is someone knocking? I'm like, girls, girls, trying to get them to come shut the curtain. And so I finally get the shower curtain, like, wrapped around me. And I go, and there's my cat just sitting there, (laughs) tapping on the window, like, hey, girl, let me in. And I'm like, you almost gave me a heart attack. So so if you guys know I'm going to be alone, you should come visit me because, yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
you have to understand, I'm scared of things like that because I had brothers. You know, like, when they would always come out of, like, places, windows and doors and, you know, like, around the trees wearing masks, like, scary masks, you know? They would, like, bring snakes and mice and put the, you know what I mean? And, and pieces of deer, and that was my life. So I have, you know, I have some legitimate fears. <laughs> you know, Matt tells me, why are you scared, you know? And so... But the Lord says, you know what? Every time's a good time, Sarah. And I thought, okay, okay. So when you don't feel like worshiping, you know, when you're sitting here at church and you're you're hoping the music will be short, you're like, man, I really hope it's a short set today. Ugh. Look at them up front. I'm so glad that there was rows in the back because I am not lifting my hands. You know how heavy these arms get after a few minutes? Ugh, what a... What if people are looking at me? Don't worry, if you're the back, nobody's looking at you. We're all looking this way, so you can do whatever you want. I'll go back there and do cartwheels. Nobody even knows. Just cartwheel, cartwheel, cartwheel. You guys don't know what I'm doing. Um, But sometimes it just feels like that, you know. But when we're at home and we want to sleep in, when instead of the Lord saying, hey, I want you to do this, we're like, oh, I want to check Facebook a hundred times because probably from the last time I refreshed it, which was like 37 seconds ago, I'm pretty sure something really crazy and amazing happened that I need to know about that is pertinent to my life. Nobody else does that? <laughs> Jordan, we're the only ones. You know? Refresh, refresh. And I'm like, why are there no new stories? What's going on? You know? When we don't feel like that. You know, sometimes when the Lord wants me to worship, I'm like, No going on Facebook because I don't want to think about what I have to believe for right I want to just watch TV because I don't really want to hear what the Lord has to say because it usually involves me doing something that I'm not comfortable doing you know you ever feel that way like it's good it's going to end up good but the steps to get there are uncomfortable and the Lord's like yeah I called you to do that come on you know I wanted to just lay in my bed that night and watch a movie on Mercy's Netflix. (laughs) She's not even in here. And, you know, that's what I wanted to do. And the Lord said, I have a different plan for you today. Well, tonight. And when I think about those moments happen all the time, which I should have known when the Lord gave me this word that something was going to happen because he's like, you're going to have something. I'm like, I don't really have many notes. And he's like, that's okay. I'm like, oh, are you sure that's okay? But it was. So, you know, when we're hurrying, we're going off to work, you know, sometimes we're just tired. It's like, I do not want to stand up. I do not want to sing. I don't want to thank the Lord. I don't want to go through this prayer list. Thank you, God, for, thank you, God, for, you know, like someone's like, oh, you pray for this, and you're just like, Lord, you know what to do. You know, like, I don't want to sit there and be like, you know, have this powerful prayer sometimes. Like, I am in the middle, you know, of my show. I don't want to pray for you right now. God, you already know what's going to happen. Come on, just like take your words, put them together, mix them up, throw them up, and let it, you know, sprinkle down on them, whatever. You know, we, we do, when we say, oh, we're going to pray for some, we don't always do that. You know, we don't always thank the Lord, you know, for all the things that he's done. We want to, we, we're, we're busy, we're tired, we're distracted. You know, in other times, we're walking in that worry, that disappointment, that fear of the situation we're facing. If I think about it, it's going to get worse. 
Have you ever had, I, I find this when, when finances come knocking, I'm like, I don't want to look at my budget. Because maybe if I don't look at it, yeah. maybe if I don't look at it, I don't have to face this problem. That seems big to me, and God's like, if you would just open that up, it's not big, it's not big, I got this. You know, but you're like, you know what, like, I'm not going to look at that for a few weeks, and you're like, you know, I should probably go on the online banking thing, but I'm not going to, you know, because we want to avoid that problem. Because when, once, we, once we come to it, we have to say, yeah, there is an issue here. And we don't want to bring it before the Lord. Yeah. That takes work, mm-hmm. you know. I'm, I'm really good in this worry, in this disappointment. I'm good there. At least I know. At least, you know, at least I know I'm already at the bottom. <laughs> I want to get my hope going because what if, what if it doesn't happen in the exact time that I wanted it to do? Yeah. That's what Because yeah. we have a time, and our time is not like God's time. Yeah. He'll give you one. He'll be like, he'll start giving you a word, and then you're like, this is great, and then you feel like there's more. And then like five years later, he gives you the rest of that word. <laughs> He's like, oh, I didn't realize. I thought it was like three seconds. And you're like, yeah, I've been waiting five years for this. Yeah. You know, we get tired. We want all of it right now. You know, just like David, we can't stay and live in those strongholds. You know, our tight spots. In order to get victory, we need to move from that pattern of thinking, which usually involves worry, you know, where we see no way out. And we need to get into that place of worship. That's where we're going to see that. We're going to see it when we worship the Lord. And that means, you know, in spending time with him, it's not just... You know, on Sunday morning when we're singing, I like to go in the bathroom and worship before we worship collectively because I'm like, Lord, give me a word for the people that are going to be here today or I do it at home or, or whatever. I like to do that because I know that worship is going to give me a fresh perspective on what's going on. Um, you know, we have to be intentional about that time of worship. It can be praising. It can be, you know, thanking the Lord. It can be singing. It can just be loving on God, you know, however that looks. It's like, Lord, I just love that you created this in me. You know, sometimes, you know, I know that women especially, but I've seen it a lot in men too, we tear ourselves down. I don't like this about me. I don't like this about me. Oh my gosh. You know, the things that I have not liked about me, sometimes I just stand in front of the mirror and I say, you know what? I pick the things that I used to not like and now I can be silly about them and I'm like, Lord, you know, because I'm like, I got this thin hair and, and the Lord's like, aren't you so glad that, you know, you have curly hair? And I was like, oh, yeah. So I'm like, Lord, thank you that I have curly hair. You know what? Thank you that you made me strong. You know, and I just start thanking the Lord for the things he did give me instead of complaining about the things I wish I had. You know what? Can you balance on a... Can you balance on a ladder in heels? I think that's a skill right there. It's a pretty big heels. You know, so those things, I start thanking him and just saying, God, you know, what I love about God. Talk to him. What do you love about him? I love that you are always faithful. I love that you chose me for this generation. Because I did not want to be born in a generation where they had outhouses, you guys. I did not. So I am like, sometimes I think, I'm like, Lord, thank you that I live in a country that has toilet paper that you can flush. Amen. <laughs> you know, you know, thank you, Lord, that I have the ability to go to a dentist when I have a cavity. You know, I just, th- you know, thank you, 
Lord, that, you know, you chose me for, for this family, for my children. You know, th- there's so much. Th- I could just go on for hours and hours. So that's what worship, that is worship unto the Lord. Just thanking him for the things you do have. When you're thinking about all the things you don't have, that's the enemy talking. You're talking to the enemy. And you're thanking the enemy for your situation. Yeah, that's right. That's what worry's doing. Yeah. You know, because God's not in that. The enemy's like, yeah, they're on my side. I got their mind. I got their thoughts. I got their emotions. It's being intentional. It can be that five minutes in your car. It can be, you know, um, anywhere. Walking down the street, you know what, your Bible app, I don't know. However you want to do that. Um, it, can, it can be at your home. You can, you can have a full-blown worship service in your house by yourself. I do it all the time. Dogs start joining in. They're running around. You know what's really fun? I like to worship with my cat. I really like him. So I put him on my arm like this. And he sits there, and I just worship with, with my arms. And the cat just falls asleep. You know why? Because the anointing of the Lord's there. How many people can hold a 15-pound cat up here, and he falls asleep? You know why? Because the anointing of the Lord falls on everything, not just people. God created animals, too. So I look in that, and I'm like, Lord, thank you for giving me a cat. I didn't think I'd ever be a crazy cat lady, but you have done that for me. <laughs> it's just finding that time. I don't know about you guys, but when I decide or choose to increase or grow in an area of faith, does it seem like everything opposite of that just happens? It's like, bam, bam, bam. You're like, you know, someone will give me a word and and they're like, it's a good word. And I'm like, shut your mouth because I know what's happening if you give me that word, you know? The exact opposite is going to happen because the enemy is going to be really mad, you know, and he's going to try to get me down because he doesn't want me to worship. He doesn't want me to open that door. You know what I mean? So every time you try to get up, he's like, you know, trying to like kick you down and you're like clawing up. You're like, I don't think so. I'm worshiping today. So when people give me a word, I'm always like, that's so good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You know, I'm like, I'm trying to get that worship out, that Thanksgiving. Because I'm like, oh, I heard that. The Lord heard that. The enemy heard that. Yeah. And so it seems like, man, I don't want to worship. You don't know what happened to me. This was so hard. This happened and this happened. As soon as you said that, I'll tell you, God has changed our finance but. Three years ago, we got a word about finances. It was horrific. It was, it was so good. But man, the next three years, I was like, like, what? Like, they're all excited. Like, you're not going to believe the season you're coming into. You're going to have favor. And I'm like listening to this word every day. And like, like the exact things they would say, the exact opposite would happen. And I'm like, I do not want to worship. I don't want to listen to this anymore, Lord. You know, because I like to listen to my words like every day. Like I put them on my phone. I got a bunch of And I'm like, okay, I want to listen to this. What's going on? But sometimes I'm like, you know what? I do not know how I'm getting from here to here because that's a really long gap. Like that's big. But when we feel overwhelmed and worried, worship is the last thing I want to do. (laughs) 
I want to just stay busy. I want to stay mindless. You know what? I want to binge watch TV because I don't have to think about all the things that I need to do or think about the steps to, to get me, you know, from here to there. Because, you know, faith is a walk. There's movement. You have to, you know what? You have it now. What are you going to do with it? So when things are overwhelming and you think, there is no way out of this situation. I just like to go like brain dead and not think about anything else. And like, you know, when I'm like, when all this stuff is going on, I'm like, I need to call like everybody I know and just talk to them about random stuff. Because I do not want to be silent and listen to what's going to (laughs) happen. Little, you know, that's the adult way of going la, 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 la. We stay busy. I'm going to go watch the sport. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go here. I'm going to hang out with these people. I'm going to watch a movie. You know, I'm going to read my own book. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm not going to worship the Lord. Because then I can't throw a fit and stay where I am anymore. Comes some accountability when you go into the presence of the Lord, doesn't it? When you're like, I never have. I don't know why this has happened to me. When you go inside the gate and you come before the throne, and the Lord's like, ask and you're going to have. Afraid to ask. To get inside those gates. That's where the intentionality comes in. You know, when I want to do something else, when I'm not feeling it. You work long hours. I get it. So do I. So does probably everyone in this room. You know what? Probably no one in this room was born into wealth. And I don't mean money, I mean wealth. Where generation to generation, <clears throat> you have millions of dollars to spend and blow. Like, it doesn't matter, okay? So that means you're all probably hard workers. You go to work, you're busy, <clears throat> and things like that. Yeah. And we don't feel like, I don't feel like worshiping when I get home. I don't feel like thanking the Lord. You don't know the people I had to work with today. They had the spirit of stupid on them. Every single one of them. You don't know. I am not worshiping that. And the Lord's like, do you think it was everybody else or could it have been? Hmm, I don't know. You, you figure that out. You, you're smart. You'll figure it out. <laughs> do you know what I mean? When you think everyone around you is like, you know, look at them, they're just dumb. And you're thinking, God's like, hmm, wonder if it's their attitude. Could it maybe, you know what, you know what, we'll just figure that out. Just figure that out. When we want to do something else, we're just not feeling it, that's when we need to worship. You know, I look at, when I go through those, I know it's probably just me, but I go through like lulls where I'm like, I don't want to read anything. I don't want to watch anything. I don't want to listen to anything. If it's on the radio, it is not Christian music, okay? Like I'm listening to a morning sto- show when they're playing pranks on people. That's what I want to listen to right now. I don't want to listen to anything. I don't want, you know what I mean? Probably, you know, maybe you guys don't live in real life, but that's my life sometimes. I'm like, I just don't care right now. I'm just sick of it. That's when we need to say, you know, I'm not feeling like I want to worship and thank the Lord, you know, and, you know, live in this supernatural life he gave me. 
I want to live in the natural life. You know what? I want to give people a special finger when they cut me off, you know? I want to do that. But then everybody, you know, living in a small town, you can't do that because everybody knows you. I'm going to Grand Rapids for the day. Why? I'm not telling you. But that is, excuse me, when we're not feeling it, that's when we need to worship. We come on a Sunday morning and we're tired. You guys, you get to worship. You get to worship. If, you know what, when I'm at home, I don't have anyone with me to worship. So I use, I'm like, come on, come on, congregation. It's my animals. They're all sitting there like, what's going on? I don't care. We're worshiping the Lord. I don't feel like, but man, after I do that, I feel like it. That's right. yes. mm-hmm. I get up a lot of days and I'm like, I don't want to put clothes on. I just want to stay in my pajamas. Like, I could take the kids, come home. I just, you know what I mean? Yes. I could do all, I'm supposed to do all these things. You guys ever have like a ton of stuff you're supposed to do and then you do nothing? Because you're like, I just can't do anything. There's so much to do, I'm not going to do any of it. Yes. Um, that has been my season the last few months and I'm like, Oh, I should do this and this and this and this and this. really needs to be done, but I'm going to sit down and do nothing. (laughs) And the Lord's like, get up. You don't feel it. Come on. And so the Lord started just speaking to me again. Well, he was always speaking to me, but I... Was had my fingers in my ears, I think, at times. And it's like, come on, worship. I have something for you. But if you're going to be sitting there in the worry and the frustration and the overwhelming, I'm not there, Sarah. I am not there. You're not going to find me in that. You want something different? Worship the Lord. Set aside that time. Schedule it if you need to. You know what? Reminder in your phone. I'm going to worship every day at 7.45 a.m. Because you get up at 8, 7.45 a.m. You know what? I go to bed at 10. Then, you know, your day's so busy. Now you go to bed at 10.15 because you're going to spend that time with the Lord. Yes. Change your situation. Your situation has already changed. You just don't know because you're on the wrong side of the gate. Yes. That's, good. That's really what's going on. Yeah. Your situation has already changed, but you are on the wrong side of the gate. And the Lord's like, come on, open it up. Let's go. <clears throat> You know, it's time to tell your soul it's time to worship, not to wallow anymore. That's good. Soul, you're going to worship. That's right. Because you are made, you know, your spirit first, and you tell your soul what to do. Your soul does not tell you what to do. Amen. You're going to worship. David did that in Psalms 103. He said, praise the Lord, my soul. He isn't talking to the Lord. He is talking to his soul and saying, you are going to praise the Lord. All my innermost being praise his holy name. He wasn't talking to the Lord. He was talking to his soul, his mind, his will, and emotions. And he said, be quiet and praise the Lord. Every piece of you is going to come under submission to the Holy Spirit right now. That is really good. I like that. You know, he's saying brain shut up, emotions shut up, praise the Lord. Because our brain, our emotions, they get us. I don't even know. I know something that I asked the Lord last night. I said, Lord, can you make me better than I was last week? (laughs) Could you, like, just give me a check 
when my emotions are just like scary because you guys I am almost 100% German my emotions can be scary if you have been around me when they are scary I I am sorry I repent because it can be scary sorry it's scary (laughs) You know, I'm a, I'm I'm a lot better than I was, but I want to be better. I'm like, Lord, I want I want I want to be like this. I want to be I want them. You know, get them into submission. David, we know that he was a worshiper in every season, when he was just a little shepherd boy. You know, when they're like, Hey, you're going to be king, and then they're like, No, we're going to kill you. Go hide, and you're going to be in the mountains, and nobody likes you. You know, every season. When everyone was against him, when his life was all messed up by his choosing, because you know what, he had a lot of things that his character was still growing. Um, but he still, he said, you're a man after my own heart. That's what the Lord said to David. You're a man after my own heart. You're a worshiper. And where do you find a lot of David's words? In where? Psalms, a psalmist, worshiping to the Lord. Most of David's words are in there. I think he made man after God's own heart, sang a lot, danced, did all these things. There could be a connection there. I don't know, but you, you decide. You know, he knew that when fear came knocking, God would show up with that faith cannon, like, whoo. You know, and he would acquire a heavenly perspective. Not the earthly perspective, but you're now going to get a heavenly perspective. When you know what? When God shows up with that faith canon, because you're, you're in the presence of the Lord, you're going to get that heavenly perspective on your situation. That Jesus would be glorified in this. You know, that there would be heaven to earth. And hell would begin to shake because you're not living in the worry, you know, in the, in the fear anymore. That's what happens when God shows up. When those, do- when those gates, when it says swing wide... Man, that's why I'm always like, swing wide, Lord, because I, I don't want a little bit of faith to come in. I want like, whoo. That's, good. that's what that's I want. Good. Swing wide because, you know, I want all of that. I want that heavenly perspective because my perspective is no. You just have to activate it. Activate the power of the Most High God. On the other side, he's just waiting for you. We need to activate it. Worship. Worshiping the Lord. You know what? It can be your everyday thing. Mm-hmm. Washing your your vegetables before, you know, dinner or whatever like that. Right. You can worship the Lord in that. Yes. It doesn't have to look all like, oh, yeah, you know, we don't have to. I do like to do that, but, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be like get your big old family Bible whoop, on the table and be like, okay, thus saith the Lord at this. You know, it doesn't have to be. That's not what it has to look like. Just talking to God, thanking Him, loving on Him. That's what worship looks like. 